Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. You're listening to the Lunch Hour Anime Special. I'm Rage. And I'm Jolly. This week we watched Hyperdimension Neptunia. This is the Night of the Living Geeks podcast. Check out our past episodes of the show at notlg.com. And support this program and the network today at patreon.com slash notlg. <laughs> that post credits was good. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> you're so I, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they say who was that. Was that Vert? I think that was. Not that that was Kampa. Kampa. Oh, because in the game she has a huge crush on Vert. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're uh, having that picture, I could have sworn it was Vert, but Kampa. Kampa works just as well. I have to go back and look. It could have been. I don't know. Right. It was so fast. She did a good job pulling it away. <laughs> also, she goes in the motor mouth trying to explain it away. Yeah. Like I was late. I was really tired. It was going on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that um, the little reporter, the little girl reporter, got beat that crap. For I, I, silence. Like when she busts in, I'm like, this is the middle of like one of the goddesses' palace. What the hell are you doing there? That is trespassing. Where the guards are? The guards lazy? Yeah, we're what is guards. happening here? We're you kick her the fuck out and you throw her in jail because it's trespassing. It's fucking illegal. Especially it's at your that, house, you live there. Especially at that point, I would be kind of extra pissed that like, look, we're trying to we're trying to get so that we can go save our sisters, and you're interrupting this. So we'll just bypass the cell and straight to the guillotine. Yeah. And it's not even any of their houses. It's freaking Bert's house. It doesn't even have anybody who's like. It's just some random person's house that she busts into. Yeah, and like, yeah. That is thing. It's like it's, that's that's funny, but is she's all about protecting the girls, but Vert doesn't have one. So why is she kicking down Vert's yeah. door? <laughs> and why are you breaking and entering? You're not protecting anyone. Breaking she's, and entering. She's an antagonist. Uh, she's one of the bad guys, apparently. Oh no! All you're doing at that point is proving that. These palaces can be broken into by some stupid, non-professional reporter. Like there was, there was a guy back in the day who like broke into Buckingham Palace a bunch, and they never figured like he would just break in and hang out and like eat, eat the food out of the kitchen and hang out in the empty rooms that nobody used. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and so they put him in jail and he escaped, and he went back to Buckingham Palace and broke back in. He did it like four or five times or something. What the fuck? Yeah, and it was like, how the hell do you keep doing this? And he's like, I'll never tell. But, like, every time he did it, they got more security. But also, every time he did it, more people would try to do it, too. Oh, so all, all this girl is doing is just encouraging more people to go and try to break into this place. Well, good thing this, this show isn't very rooted in reality, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm glad that um, Netgear's transformation has a gun. Oh, it's like a gun sword. So she'll run up and beat the crap out of people and then use the gun as some sort of execution or like end end shot or whatever usually in the game well and you need a gun right because the the um all the weapons when they hit the anti-crystal go away so you can shoot it yeah and she can shoot it no problem but yeah. that's what uni's for uni's got guns yeah she's got a rifle yeah but she hasn't transformed yet well not yet like, I mean, would, a, would a rego gun work i don't know I, and dude ram and rom have to be the most powerful 
They have to. Just because they, they represent Nintendo's handheld Yeah, division. because they're the Game Boy and the DS. Are you talking like more, the most powerful out of the four or out of all of the eight? No, out of the four. Okay, because, I mean, there's no way they're overtaking no, the PlayStation. Most, the most powerful PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. The least powerful is definitely Neptune. No, well... If you're, if, you're, if you're talking strictly market power, but she's... Market power, but then also in the show, she's the one who um, who loses her transformation first. True. Like when the power's getting leaked. So, I mean, it's not that big of a difference. It's not, the, the they, show, all, they all kind of they all kind of yeah, lost like one, their stuff at the same time. Then the next, then the next, next. It's but like the, all... With happened about, within like 10 seconds. Yeah, so they're, they're all kind of boned yeah. together. Yeah, but I mean, the show's supposed to like get across that they're all kind of similar power. So they're like analogous and stuff, but in this fantasy world, the shares are equal. Because I mean, by the time there's an Xbox, there's no more Saturn consoles, so there's, <laughs> there's no more Sega consoles. So Neptune has no right to exist. <laughs> there really should be like Apple Land. It really should just be three of them, honestly. Yeah, the, the Tri Goddesses or whatever. Or it's, it should be Steambox or was the Steambox of the glorious PC Master Race. Yeah. <laughs> But that would just be that would just be kind of weird because they would just walk around and be arrogant as fuck, and they would just you know they would just walk on like I'm the PC. Not only am I powerful, you can customize it, and I eventually get your quote unquote exclusives. Exclusive. Yeah, and the territory would have to overlap with Vert a lot because Windows, Microsoft, PC, Xbox, mm-hmm. like at all, there'd be a huge overlapping territory that's like a neutral zone. <laughs> I mean, you could do interesting story stuff with that, but yeah, among among the four little sisters, Ram and Ram have to be the most powerful. I guess well, if you split that power up, maybe that's how they can get away with it. Like, well, yeah, that's why there, there are two of them. Because yeah, if you're if you're going straight, the proportion the proportion power is their market share in real life. They would they would be walking nukes. Yeah, they they probably would sneeze and blow up half a lean box. Yeah, well, I mean, compared to I, I, I you know like we were saying, the DS is still nothing compared to the PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Sixty. Like in terms of unit sales and most people's hours played. Yeah. Yeah. But like the was it the Sega Gen and the what was the Sega Gen the Game Gear the Game Gear. The ga- <laughs> yeah. Don't you laugh at the Game Gear? Okay. I fucking had one of but those. Compare, and it was amazing. Compare the long. Yes, I had one too. But compare the longevity of the Game Boy to the Game Gear. I mean the power. I'd rather level, not because I'm still a, I'm insane. still a Sega fanboy. So that that's insulting. That hurts. And the P, the PSP that hurts a little more. The PSP would be useful too. Uni. PSP has a lot of followers. Well, it's still, it's still nothing compared to Game Boy, but oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. still, a lot of people have like their Vitas. The Vitas, the PSPs. Yeah, I had a PSP way back when. Kind of want to get one myself. See, the problem with it was it had the disc. Yeah. You know, it had like the UMD disc yeah. system, and I guess compared to a cartridge, like it doesn't lend itself to natural save points, and the loading time is a lot longer. Yeah, that's I, why you have to have the, I, I have have the memory sticks. Yeah, but I think that's why in the Vita, like, all the games are, like, download now. Hmm. So, I mean, that works better, but I remember when I first, I got the first PSP, and it was just, like, not a good handheld console. Thing. And oh. because it had a, a disc with a laser and everything, it drained the battery so much faster. I heard that was a lot of technical issues, too. Like, the square yeah. button didn't work sometimes. Oh, I didn't have that problem. Yeah, that was uh, because it was so close to the screen, or it was so close to something... Uh, in the architecture that the square button did not register <laughs> a not insignificant like number of times. Not like uh-huh. one ever out of 10,000 presses, like 1% of the time or 2% of the time it wouldn't register. Yeah. Which is pretty important. Yeah, that's multiple times per gaming session you just miss yeah. a button click. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the 
Her name is R4? Her name is R4, and her R4 name her name in Japanese is Magicom. Okay. And um, his name is... Well, this one, this might clue you on what they, they, they represent. His, um, the mouse's name in, in, in English is Werechu, but in, Jap- in Japan it's Pirachu. Pirachu. Oh, they're piracy. Yeah, they 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 represent digital piracy. <laughs> because because oh, our four cards exactly oh. exactly. I was waiting for you to make the connection. Uh, I have one. I was waiting for you to make that <laughs> I have connection. Four cards. Yeah, I'm draining the power. Yeah. So so yeah. Her name is R four. Uh, okay. In, in, in English, name is R four in the West. In Japan, it's called like the Magicom or Magikinique or something like that, which was kind of a, from what I read, like a catch-all phrase for all of the piracy stuff. And his name was it was it was Pirachu, which I guess was too close to Pikachu, so they changed it to uh, Werechu to kind of reference wares. Yeah, wares, wares, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they 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 they're, <laughs> they that's were, good. I, I like that. I knew. Yeah, you that like makes it. perfect sense. Yeah, they would just drain shares. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, if piracy takes on way too much power, before the consoles go away because they don't make money, and now the entire world's destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, none of them would be immune to it, right? Because I, I have the R4 card for the handhelds, so Ram and ROM are screwed. There was ways to break into the Wii, and then I think the Wii U. Yeah, I mean, there's ways to break into all of them. There's ways to break into all of them. Like, I know, I know there's some... I know of at least one... Um, what is it? I mean, you can already UMB, emulate UMD thing for you the can, yeah. You can emulate all you can, of it. You can already emulate a Xbox One and a PS4. You just need a strong enough PC. Yeah. So technically, yeah. the PC market is the the, the overarching the of yeah. because that's how you do uh, your piracy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. This is okay. Okay. I like that. How will they defeat piracy? <laughs> By making you believe in them. So that you will purchase their stuff. Legally purchase their merchandise. They will legally purchase their merchandise. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. No, they'd be screwed. I'm not buying. I'm not paying 60 bucks for a game. <laughs> well, then you just don't get to participate. You're not... None of this piracy stuff. Yeah, I'm not leeching. But I'm, okay, that's the fallacy of piracy, right? People are like, well, if you'd... You know, if you'd have paid for the game, you know, like, if, when you download it, it takes $30 from Nintendo. I'm like, I would not have fucking bought it for $30. I'm not taking yeah, it Yeah, but that's like, also a logical fallacy, too. I mean, like, would you, like, is, are you, are you doing the logical fallacy of, I, you know, I would never play this game or never bought it anyways? Or are you trying to justify yourself? I would never play Breath of the Wild if I didn't pirate it because I just didn't feel like paying for it. It, no, it, see, it goes. It goes. It, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's the. It does go. It, it does go. Both two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Because I can sit here and be like, I in one guy can justify it, whereas I can deny. It. Like I can't afford it, so I'm not going to buy it. Whereas one guy was like, Well, I wasn't going to buy it anyways, so I'm just going to pirate it. And it's just. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, what are you doing? there are there are arguments like piracy is taking away X billion dollars from the industry, and I'm like, it's probably significantly less than that. Like, if I didn't have an R4 cart, say I theoretically. Downloaded Professor Layton's Curious, whatever the hell, for the DS. Theoretically. 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 Right? If I had done that, I can tell you right now, that's a game I would never pay for. Given how much I play my DS, how much I play Game Boy, it's not something I would spend actual money on to have a physical... Like, also, to have a physical cartridge. Like, with the DS and stuff, I have... Especially with the, the old GBA cartridges, they're fat cartridges. They have, they have like, a storage system. The DS ones are nice and thin, but the, the GBA ones are huge. 
So, like, for me, like, not only, like, physical carrying it around stuff, but, like, the $10, it's not a $10 game. I would probably never bought it. Again, but you're right. Like, with the Zelda ones, like, say I theoretically downloaded um, Zelda, I don't know, what was one of the Zelda ones for, for DS? For DS? Um, I think it was, like, Wind, Wind Waker... Wind Waker's GameCube. Uh, was it GameCube? I thought that yeah. one for... Um... No, because that one, I, ha- I have that one. I uh, bought it. Oh, I oh, oh, oh look at you contributing yeah. to the shares. Yeah. Um, I can't Dude, I loved, I loved my GameCube to death. I don't know. I don't. I never was a Zelda fan, so I don't really know. Okay. I still think GameCube is one of the best consoles. Uh, I disagree with you, and I'll say Dreamcast, but you're allowed to be wrong. Okay. Okay. The reason I love the GameCube, and we, we can debate titles and power and all that stuff, <laughs> because I think the GameCube had bar none the best controller I've ever used. The controller? I love the GameCube controller. It feels right in your hand. The button uh, layout is unconventional, but works. The, I, I, I love um, the GameCube. I love the GameCube uh, controller. I know, I know. I'm in a minority. No, I just I don't know how to argue with logic that's so wrong. <laughs> but anyways... It's a good controller. But, but anyways, we're getting off. Yeah, we're, yeah, getting, we we're, getting, we're getting way off. But, yeah. any, but anyways, you're talking about, that's $10 on Professor Layton. Are you talking like in today's money? Like, you're buying it right now? Yeah. I mean, it probably launched for 40 or whatever. Yeah, I was about to say, like, like $10. Like, well, what about the 40 when it originally came out? Oh, I would have definitely never bought it for 40. Exactly. I'm not going to buy it now for 10 But again, but again, you're, you're, sitting, you're sitting here. You're sitting People here. talk about, like, okay, lost revenue from Nintendo. But no, it's really lost revenue from GameStop. Because I don't buy games, like, I don't buy cartridge and stuff games new. I would have bought it from you. So, really, I'm taking money from GameStop. Well, first off, I will agree with you that I think that the whole piracy thing in terms of quote-unquote lost revenue is just overblown by the various industries. Yes. Um, music, movies, TV, etc. Yeah. The, 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 the Being generous, probably the actual damages is maybe... Like a tenth of Forty percent, thirty percent of that. I would, say. I would give it thirty percent. It's still way overblown. Yeah, I think, I think especially in the gaming industry because the secondary market is so big. The secondary market is so big, and that's why they've been putting things to try and stop it. With, um, I know Madden did it where they you had to have a code to play online. Yeah, and once that code was used, you couldn't play online, which would try to theoretically stop the Madden like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen mm-hmm. turnover, um, pre-order bonuses. Exclusive content for those who buy early. I know they're trying to curb that. Yeah. But you're never really going to get rid of that. No, and I, I, people would say that's why you have DLC. DLC is so prevalent now, right? Like, you buy the initial game, that's great. And if I buy a copy of a game off of you that I can transfer that doesn't have a code, like redeeming code, then I don't get the DLC that you got for it. Like, DLC is so big because of that, too. Oh, I, I view DLC completely different, but that's just... No, but I, I, that's I view, why. That's yeah, why they do, because when you buy DLC, you buy it for your account, not for... Like, you can't then sell me your DLC. Oh, I that's why. Think, they, they're taking more and more out of the core game so that they yeah, can sell it as DLC. Exactly, that's what I'm not, thinking. Not just to make more money, but then that way you can't resell DLC. That's just my entire thing about DLC is they're, 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 making, a, they're making 100% game, but the initial sale is only 60%. Yeah. That's why there was such a huge hoopla over um, Street Fighter 4. Because they had DLC content already on the disc. You, Capcom. Yeah, I'm the last Madden game I ever bought. And I used to buy Madden every single year. I used to pre-order every single year. The last one I bought, they released it. And there was an entire game mode that was like, play as this person's historic run. Like, play as John, El- John Elway the year that they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Right? And there were like a dozen dozen players, I was going to say, dozen players preloaded <laughs> into the system, 
and every single one of them was DLC. There was not a single player you could play through without paying a DLC cost. So it's a feature they built into the game that you could not play without paying more money than what you paid to buy the game. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. And it's like, like I, Star Wars Battlefront looks great, and I want to buy it, but it's, it, when it came out, it was $50 for the game and 60 bucks for the season pass. <laughs> as much as much as I rail against this stuff, I know I've kind of fallen into this because I bought I bought XCOM the deluxe edition, which gave me the season pass for the DLC. But the, but this thing is, there are some publishers that do it better than others too. I felt yeah, I felt like um, like EA. Both the examples I've given are EA. EA has a horrible horrible track record uh, using uh, DLC. Two K or two K two K is a publisher, uh, Fraxis. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think for I think Firaxis did it right because they released the game and then they started building the DLC more or less afterwards. It wasn't like it wasn't like oh here here's some aliens you can't play right now unless you pay us another ten bucks. Yeah, that's what I felt. Like as soon as the game launches. Yeah, as soon as the game launches, <laughs> here's a new game. It's incomplete. Yeah, sorry. We it, we finished it and then we took some features out. Yeah, well, that's how they do it with regular <laughs> software. Like, do you want do you want the free version of Microsoft Windows? Or do you want like the premium edition, which is what we built, and we took out all the useful stuff like copy paste? <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's also well, this is something that in software we're having to come to terms with that's been around in hardware nobody even thinks of. Like when you buy a CPU, right? Say you buy a mid-level Core i5 Intel chip, right? What you're buying is the top of the line Intel chip. Mm-hmm. They've just put limiters on it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just remove the limiters, you paid for the exact same amount of silicon that's in the high-end chip. The exact same amount of technology, hardware, everything. They just put a limiter on it. Yeah. So it's the same thing. They're making a finished project and then putting a limiter on it and selling it to you. And then having you pay more to take off the limiters. I, as a consumer, that burns me so much. Because <laughs> I remember, you and I remember when they didn't have this DLC online patching garbage. Or if we bought Sonic the Hedgehog from Toys R Us... That game was what you got, so they had to make sure that game was legit. Yeah. Now, I'm, I don't mind. I don't mind the online for patches. So, an overlook, especially with how games are, how big games are, Skyrim's never going to be bug free when it comes out. Yeah. So when they release patches for it, I don't mind that. But when they build the game and they're like, "Oh yeah, dragons, right? Another fifteen dollars, please." That's that's where I get. But Skyrim hasn't done that. That's just an example. And I know, I know your hate. I know, I know. Bringing up the name of this game is going to send you into a frothing berserker rage. But I think that's why so many people were willing to buy Overwatch at launch. Because they said, you pay 60 bucks now, and you will never have to pay for DLC. Whenever we make a new character, it's free. We make a new nap, it's free. It's part of the game. I don't froth at Overwatch. I froth at Blizzard. <laughs> like, Overwatch, the games that Blizzard made, fucking fantastic. I still... I Diablo 2 is still one of my favorite dungeon crawlers ever. Wait, wait. We made a list of five dungeon crawlers before, and you put it at number six. Because I hate, I was just being an asshole. You know this. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's one of my favorites, but I like the other ones better. You just like Dungeon Callers a lot. I okay. like Dungeon Callers. You're a yeah. fan of the genre. Yeah, so, so yeah, Diablo, yeah, Diablo 2 is one of my top ones, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that in for, you know, I, I would, I would, there's Torchlight, uh, Torchlight, Titan Quest, Path of Exile. I, I would play those three before. Yeah, okay. Before. Yeah, yeah but, uh, like, I think that's why so many people, like, that's why I was, Iffy, I'm not really big on first-person shooters, but when Overwatch, when Blizzard said, whenever we come up with something new, we're not going to charge you for it. It's just going to be part of the game. I'm like, cool, I'll buy it now. 
I'll buy the $40 edition, not the $6 one, because it's all I really need. Mm-hmm. And then um, if I don't play it for three years and a bunch of shit comes out, I'll go back and open like a whole new game. Yeah. And I won't have to pay DLC. And I mean, there will be skins I'm missing and whatever the fuck, all this cosmetic stuff. But at the end of the day, the game's going to feel completely different. And I'll have paid this nothing. Yeah. Which I like. I would like to do it more. Because right now it's um, Diablo 3. They just released the Necromancer. And I think it's like 15 bucks to unlock him as a character. Yeah. I'm like, uh, well, I remember they released, what was it, Reaper of Souls with the Crusader? And I was like, you can't give us the Crusader? I mean, I don't I don't care about that extra act, but you can't just, like, be like, oh, Crusader, have fun. Yeah. Like, I'll yeah. pay for an, ex- that's the thing, too, I'll pay for an expansion pack, but not DLC? I don't know. Well, the, well, the DLC has to be made worth it, like, um. Saints Row. Saints Row. Get out of hell. Get out of hell. Um, Gangsters in Space. Yeah. Uh, the trouble with clones. That stuff was awesome because yeah. they well first off wasn't that much. It was like what ten bucks. Yeah, reasonably. And it was too. a good five or six. And it's new it's mission storyline. New story, not like a character that was missing. Yeah, <laughs> not like here's Saints Row Four. Pay ten extra dollars to unlock Pierce, or he will be missing from the story. <laughs> like what? Are you, are you shitting me? It's eight bucks for eight bucks for Gad. Eight, five eight bucks bu- for Pierce. Here's fifteen dollars for Keith David. You know you want <laughs> Keith David. <laughs> And I would yes. be like, yes, I want Keith David. I'm not paying $15 for Keith David. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's the problem is when they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the show. I like the show. <laughs> and they're fighting. Yeah, the, so the, the, the threat to the world is digital piracy. Cool. I, I, I'm really interested to watch this now. <laughs> I mean, I was before, but I'm, like now I can see what the, what the villain is. And it'll be interesting to see how they translate that that interaction into a like a physical fight oh the allegory of the the piracy yeah. and stuff yeah yeah i'm, I'm interested because it's something they do in comics all the time like you in comic books you get a villain to embody something that the that the hero stands against so then when the hero punches the shit out of the villain the hero is therefore defeating the 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 depravity that the villain embodies right he's defeating that evil concept that the that the villain holds right. dear and is pushing on everyone right exactly so yeah. i'm interested to see how the goddesses and the little sisters defeat piracy how do you punch piracy to death like do you have to like piracy has to get there in a part of like the way of the story that makes sense and they have to come to piracy in a way that makes sense given the allegory so i'm interested to see how they do it and the boobs are a plus <laughs> big plus i figured for, for that the, i figured that was my in to get you to watch this show. The boobs? The boobs. <laughs> no, the in is the allegory. I think that's awesome. The boobs are a the plus. Boobs. Yeah, they didn't hurt, right? No. Yeah. See, if this if this were a bad show and had bad allegory and was missing the boobs, we would drop it. But bad show, mediocre allegory, good boobs, we can keep watching it. It's just that just that little bit to tip it over. It's a little, uh, if, we're if, we're if, on if the line. We're on the line. We're on the fence. And in Oh Nice Boobies, okay, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not watching it just for that. I have the internet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> True that. But, you know, it helps when you're watching it for 20 minutes anyway in a break room. <laughs> awkwardly in the corner, hoping nobody comes over and looks. <laughs> oh. uh, how are we going to do this when um, the school starts proper for postmaster? Um, I'll have to find a meeting room or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can book a meeting room every day for once. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right. Anyway, see you Monday. See you Actually, this will come out on Monday, so you know, whatever. Right, we'll see, see tomorrow. You. See you next day. <laughs> okay, we're done. Done. Yeah, done. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com. <laughs>